0: Time to hammer. Oh my God, I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best.
1: After the credits. A Yum Chunks podcast.
0: Yum Chunks!
2: Welcome all you master builders to another episode of After the Credits. I am your host Sean, and with me tonight are our other fun, beautiful hosts. We got Matt. Hey. And Chris. Heyo and ryan hey and vince can't be here tonight but that's okay he's in our hearts um well he can ryan. but he
1: hasn't seen like a movie so
2: oh yeah i guess he could be here he, he would could... just be standing in the corner vince vince is now podcast. stuck
1: in our hearts
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a craggle okay um oh well uh, so uh tonight um this episode we're gonna skip our normal um catch up uh we just posted another episode and it's kind of a different type of episode for us but we it's pretty much all catch up on our life so um check that one out um but tonight we're going to go right into the conversation for the movie which is like a movie so sean take it back i feel weird talking right now
2: okay <laughs> you shouldn't feel weird we're talking we're on a podcast that should be the one thing you don't feel weird doing um but yeah lego movie 2 the missing piece the second part the second piece two lego pieces
1: um Uh, crimes (laughs) are going to (laughs) wall uh
2: yeah uh well um i guess starting (laughs) off first off i think we all loved the first lego movie it was if not um our favorite movie of that year then our one of our favorite movies was it 2014 it came out right
1: uh, I think so. I, I don't know if it was my favorite movie of that year, but well, yeah, probably probably, maybe not probably our top favorite,
2: five. Yeah, top five. Probably our favorite animated. Um, and it was actually it's kind of funny because I was just kind of scrolling through some of our old yum chunks for reels. Um. Oh, I was just gonna say we did we have four reels
1: for Lego movies. So anyone out there who wants to dig through the yum chunks libraries, playlists, we no, said seen- no one yeah no one but we did a review of that episode of that movie yeah so
2: So if you want to know how much we really love that movie you could go watch that episode
1: it's only like 10 minutes long you don't have to sit through yeah that is weird what how do we
2: do review a whole movie back then in 10 minutes
1: i know now we just talk for until we're (laughs) until we don't talk anymore till we pass out until Um, way longer than we should have stopped exactly as we are going to do now so
2: buckle up oh oh boy. Um, boy oh boy so, that being said, the second one had a lot to live up to, I think, in my mind. Um, and I think going into it, I just kind of, like, had to make peace with, like, it's not going to be that. And um, I walked out of it being surprise, surprisingly entertaining. Like, surprisingly happy with how it turned out. It it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the first one. But it um, it satisfied me on, on most of the same levels, if not um, the same, you know... I don't know. The same charm and and kind of innovation was not, you know, the sequels always going to be missing that. But right. And in, in general, I liked it. I, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> it's not a very exciting <laughs> right. take. I guess Excellent. hot take. I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> there you go, everyone. <laughs> so, um, I don't know.
1: Do yes. I uh yeah. So I can't figure out exactly why I didn't like this movie as much as like, mm-hmm. the first one. I liked it. I wish I'd liked it more. Um, and it, it's, it, I'm not sure if part of it is because the, the first one was so surprisingly fresh, you know, yeah. it, not only was it a good movie, but it was just surprising how good of a movie it, it turned out to be, especially with the cynicism of it being a, like, based on a product that doesn't have a story. Um, a lot of, I think, I and, think I
3: do have a theory on why we, we probably all feel this way. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's because we could easily connect with the theme of the first one right the theme mm-hmm. of the first one is very much like holding on to your childhood right right and at the time that we saw it obviously we were in our 20s some of us and so like we could we could kind of connect with like that mm-hmm. trying to hold on to our childhood thing but the message of this one of siblinghood and everything right right well see I, that's what i'm getting that's what i was getting at is that i can't tell i can't figure
1: out if the reason i was a little disappointed was because of it lacked the freshness cuz i the i the expectations were high or if it because it, or is it because the story is just not quite as strong i can't i'm not really sure which one i think is and i agree with you what the themes in some of that kind of the content but it's it's i'm not i can't quite figure it out it's a, it's a weird conflicted but Sean, i agree with you i i in general i had a good time and there are things i liked about it but i didn't like it for the same reasons i liked the first one i guess is how i feel
0: <clears throat> that's fair uh ryan what did you think um <clears throat> Well, yeah, the first one I absolutely loved. in fact, it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time, definitely of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, I, for all the reasons you guys kind of mentioned that it it does have this like childhood callback or whatever and trying to hold on to it and what that all means. And uh, yeah, I definitely didn't like this one as much. Um, I think it's in combination because like kind of like Chris, what you were saying, it's like it felt like the scope was so much smaller. Um, It didn't seem like as grand or as, I don't want to say less important, but it just didn't feel as epic. And I mean, yeah, the movie definitely suffers from, well, just from not being the first of its kind, right? Right. Um, Which isn't really a fair, necessarily a fair criticism, but it it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't as fresh or unique as Lego Movie 1. Um, And unlike Sean, I did not make peace with the fact that this was not going to be as good as the first one, so I walked out more disappointed. Uh, and it's funny because like, yeah.
1: Sean made peace with it. Ryan did not. It took me most at least half the movie to make peace with it. So, <laughs> so we're we all at varying levels of how much peace we were able to make right? with the fact that this wasn't going to be as good as the first one.
2: Yeah. I think just in general, it's it's funny, I was talking to a friend uh, about sequels, and we're specifically talking about like Pixar and Pixar sequels. Yeah. Um, But um, the conversation, I think, you know, still relevant for Lego 2. And that is that, like, even if the stories of Pixar sequels, like, I love Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3, but in general, most of the other sequels just don't, you know, really. Aren't, aren't the same you know like i get you know incredibles 2 didn't do it quite as much for me um and you could listen to our podcast on that um right. but things like well the car sequels and eh, cars anyway but uh monsters university and finding dory like you know you, know, you, you know, enjoy those movies but with a sequel like with especially with pixar where the film and the aesthetic is so kind of captivating and and unique and innovative um and you have these characters and these character arcs that are like you know so so specific um you you go into the sequel and none of that is innovative anymore right like Mm -hmm. what is more visually captivating you know wally or cars 2 or toy story 2 like right like it's always going to be wally or even up right like an up which is just a a lot of it is domestic or even ratatouille which is not some fantasy crazy thing but it's in my mind, more visually, it's, yeah. aesthetically interesting than any of the sequels, than Monsters University is, right? right? Because we know that, we're, like, it's, you you don't have that element of um, creation that you do in sequels that you do with the original. Right. And I think that's, that's just going to happen with LEGO Movie 2. And like you were saying, Ryan, the first one was just so amazing. It was just like, I, it just kind of, like, blew me away in terms of, one because my expectations weren't super high, which isn't not a fair like that's, criticism. That's where it or, gets know, dicey accolade. for me. Yeah, the expectations. But, <clears throat> but that being said, it still was amazing what they did with that movie, and that you can't. I don't know. It's it's not
3: amazing when you see the same
2: thing again. Right. Like Here, here's a here's
3: a question for you. So while you were talking, I was thinking a little bit about this. So why do you think it's so much harder to make like a truly innovative and successful sequel in movies, but it's very commonplace in books
0: i think uh, it's well. because well uh, probably a lot of reasons but one is because of who's paying for the movie versus who's paying for a book right um the the budget overhead is much smaller for a book but independent <laughs> you know we just gotta get author to sit in a room long enough right right exactly <laughs> whereas a movie the budget for this film was 100 million dollars right well yeah. who's gonna throw down 100 million or even half that for something that you don't know is gonna make money Right. So it's easy. We like, Oh, Lego movie one was huge success. We know it's going to work if we do it again. All right, sure. Cut it.
1: And that's another thing about this part. You're talking about um, like why it's not as impressive. Like something I was thinking about in the middle of the movie was uh, when I was watching Lego movie two was in the first movie when they're out on the sea, there's the shipwreck and it's that giant Mm -hmm. wave. Right. And it was really, for me, that was the moment. There was a bunch of amazing stuff before that, but that was the moment where I was like, they've done something truly special with animation here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. Were no, no, I remember that moment too. There were mm-hmm. no moments in the second movie that did that for me because unless they completely changed you know, everything, like going from one console generation to another and everything looks different now, unless they somehow <laughs> took the animation to some other crazy level, how would the movie at any point blow our minds like that? We've already seen Yeah, that.
3: exactly. So um, I mean, I really, I really liked uh, Queen Watanabe or whatever. Went yeah, to, but to... the...
1: But the thing is, there's nothing visually, animation, like, like scientifically, you know, yeah. Fundamentally, more, impressive, yeah. more impressive than anything that the first movie did as far as showing the technology and the animation.
3: That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, obviously the technology is not going to evolve that much in such a short period of time. Right. right? And, and that's
1: not fair. It's not fair to the movie. I mean, it's like, look, we wowed you the first time. What do we got to do the second time? We, what We only have so much science here.
3: But, I mean, going back going back to what I asked, it wasn't so much about, like, the overhead and, like, success right. in a money way. It's, like, success in uh, a narrative way. Storytelling way? way. Yeah, okay, like... So, you want, to, yeah,
1: you want to talk about the narrative, then? I, I want yeah, to talk, I,
2: I mean, it's a good question. I will say, too, and kind of going back to what I was saying, just in terms of, like, sequels for movies, I think part of it in, And I keep going back to Pixar. I don't know why. But well, this, you know, know there's this
3: kind of the standard. Because yeah. you love Pixar so much. Just admit but, it. But, I
2: mean, I think that's true... J- Outside of the kind of visual aesthetic and and kind of wow eye poppingness of you know these animated films is even the characters like I think like if you go back to Monsters University like we knew like we got a good idea of Sully in Monsters Inc. Uh The Monsters University like didn't really it's he was a character made for one movie does that make sense right
1: like we got his art.
2: Yeah, and same with, like, you know, Marlin and whatever. And I think that's kind of true even a little bit with Lego Movie. Like, um, as much as I like these characters and stuff, like, I don't know if really
1: um, uh, Chris Pratt. Well, hold on a second. I don't think we did a spoiler warning at the beginning of this. Oh, sorry. Not not that it's a big deal, but we actually haven't really been talking about the plot very much. So So before we do, spoilers, plot spoilers from here on out.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Time Um, travel.
2: So, yeah.
1: we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to later, and
2: my thoughts on that. But um, uh, but just in general, like the, those characters, like I don't know if like revisiting those characters is gonna do anything interesting enough to you know what I mean? I really the same feel, level. Of the...
1: Yeah, I feel like they had to bend over backwards to do think more things with Chris Pratt's yes. story in, in involving inventing another Chris time <laughs> yeah. traveling Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> the, the, that's the, the mental gymnastics in the writing just to say, well, we got to do some kind of development. Like, yeah, I don't know. That didn't work for me.
2: Yeah. I don't know why it's a good point about the books. I mean, I think, and there's so different forms of media, it's kind of hard to compare them and, uh, you know, sure. point for point kind of thing, but it is an interesting thing because I, I do agree, you know, book sequels, I feel like sometimes they're, you know, the narrative and the character stuff I think maybe just because in books, you're allowed to delve more deeper into characters than in film in general. And and so that lends itself to being able to be, you know, to tell more interesting um, additional stories than just like,
1: well, I, I think, yeah you know, I think there's a couple of reasons why it works better with books. For one thing, you like for maybe something like Harry Potter, you know exactly how long this series is going to be so yeah. you're able to gauge you're able to gauge on a larger scale how the development's going to play out in a slower manner for mm-hmm. books that go on indefinitely you know for these really long times the characters get older and deal with different stages of their lives yeah. so it i think that it, it lends itself more naturally in either case to be able to have these long character arcs that feel like different arcs but i think
2: also too there's a certain element with books at least for me especially in series where the characters really don't change as much in any one iteration. Like, Mm -hmm. right. Like Harry doesn't change in, in every single Harry Potter book, his arc isn't that big, right? Like throughout the course of the entire series. Yeah. But, um, whereas in a movie you expect like this drastic thing that's different from the beginning to end. And I think in books, whether we're aware of it or not, especially again, if it's a series, we're more okay with just like, these characters making gradual changes, partially because we get to know them so much better because we're you know reading and spending more time with them. That it, it, I don't think we feel like we need to have as drastic of a. I don't know. It feels more authentic and real because we're with them every time, even if it means they only take a couple steps
1: forward. Exactly, and that's how you. That's how you interact with people in the real world. The people who are yeah. in your life, and you see them change gradually over the course of time. Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to go back to uh, what you were saying about monsters inc in particular um because uh we were talking about you know the planning of these character arcs between sequels Mm -hmm. did anybody think there would ever be a a second monsters inc you know exactly and that's probably because they intentionally said this is the movie and this is the Mm -hmm. character arc and it's the appropriate one for this movie and there's nowhere else to go after that so yeah Anyways, I mean we're
2: we're just talking about storytelling in general now, I guess.
1: Yeah, um, but you know that's funny because going into really this, right. I didn't not uh, really sure what I wanted to say about Lego like Movie Two, but <laughs> yeah. it's maybe it's opened up all these other conversations. So. I'm um, I'm still waiting well, for. Well, I mean, Wally okay, too. so no, Yes, yeah, yeah, we've, see, we've already know mean. it's like, done. I hope that no, doesn't. I don't,
2: I don't want, want Wally Two or Ratatouille Two. I don't or, you know never want Ratatouille Two. That's I my mean? favorite.
1: Maybe exactly or Incredible or Up
2: Two or something. Like it's just like. eh.
1: Uh, Ratatouille um, and Incredibles, or my I can't figure out which one I like better, but I did get an Incredibles two, and it was you know, yeah,
0: fine. it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so let's <laughs> That's not do, let's not do a
1: Ratatouille two. Okay, all right. Anyway, agreed. let's get uh, let's get Been back agreed let's, here. Pixar. Let's actually talk um, about like what do you, where, where are you going to take this?
2: I was just going to say like kind of coming from off the narrative stuff, kind of going into what you guys were saying about why it didn't resonate with you in the same way. Was the kind of some of the thematic stuff sure um, and. I, I agree like it doesn't – it didn't personally resonate with me even though both Ryan and I, we do have a younger sister who had a fair share of, Legos, you know, yeah. girl Legos or, you know, right. branded girl Legos. Um, but I, just that that specific message, I don't know if it was the execution of it. It didn't resonate the same way, at least in that regard. I did think though it did a really good job of it, it hinting at a broader – idea of that not just being about brother sister but that this idea that legos and play and these worlds should not be limited to you know a specific demographic that really they're for everyone yeah and so i kind of like they touched on that i wish they would have done a little bit more with that maybe Mm -hmm. um and that kind of taps into a lot of just kind of the cultural conversation going on, you know, in pop culture the last couple of years. And, right. and I think even things like the Matrix refer- Matrix references were no small hint at the red pill. And if you're aware of that whole kind of thing. I'm right? aware of it,
1: but oh yes. boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I won't get into that detail, but I, I do think those elements, I, I I like that aspect of it a lot. And I mm-hmm. think that was really cool and clever. And and I don't know, that kind of hit me more than specifically the character moments right. in that film it it didn't kind of <laughs> feel for me as much um,
1: i, w- I want to talk a little bit about just kind of the compare the narratives between the two um and kind of like the meta element of the movie uh because that was I, it, part of you know the first movie was fresh in a lot of different ways but then they kind of introduced the whole uh you know, the Will Ferrells, the dad, the live action segments. Yeah. And I think, I'm thinking about this a little bit about why it worked for me in the first one and why it didn't in the second one. Uh, p- part of it is what Chris was saying is that it's kind of hard to, like, for our ages, it was, it's maybe not as, a, as an accessible of a message and story to mm-hmm. frame against. But I think that the story, like, the sub story in the Lego world in the first movie between Chris Pratt and, was it President Business, I think is was his name? Yeah. Oh, you know, those characters are so well established by the time the twist is revealed the yeah. the dad comes down and when it happens you know forgive the pun but everything clicks into place kind of because the movie has been alluding to what the relationship between these characters are the entire movie and it's these two characters that you can focus on and by the time it's revealed you go oh everything yeah. makes sense now i get what this movie was doing it it, it kind of it, it has like a little bit of a mind blowing kind of like oh wow there's this bigger yeah. thing and i didn't think there was going to be a bigger thing and there's a bigger thing right so for the second one i feel like because the framing wasn't quite as strong it felt like it needed to backtrack a little bit and kind of be like hey remember this thing that we showed you earlier in the movie this is how it makes sense within the the yeah, the gimmick the yeah. gimmick and i felt like it didn't yeah. the pieces didn't click together as as immediately you had to kind of Put them together yourself and go, oh, this is what the movie's trying to do this time. And it wasn't that build up and then the satisfaction. It was kind of – it felt like the pieces weren't as well suited together. So you kind of had to go, oh, okay, here's what's what. And that's why yeah. I think it didn't work for me.
0: Yeah, no, I actually agreed on that point. I'm glad you brought it up because I think they were really trying to push – that, that connection, the real world and the meta or the Lego world, like that whole thing that they did with the first one was really unique. And it was, like you said, it all clicked into place at the end. But they established it early on in this film. Right. And because they were really trying to get us to buy into that, and they, it's not like they could do. Like a reveal, because right. it's already been revealed. So they did it early on to say, like, hey, we're this is where we're taking this. Right. Follow along with us. But because they kept doing it throughout and they kept kind of pushing it, to me, because they were pushing it more on us, it worked well. Worked less for a couple different reasons. But, mm-hmm. um, like to me, it it made me question the connection more. Like, okay, yeah. you're, so you're mm-hmm. saying that this is an analog for this in the real world. And this is an analog for this. And they're, this is what this right. character means. And so because they're really asking us to draw these lines, you then start looking for lines other places. And you're like, wait, so what does this represent? Right. Like, you get
1: too caught up in the details yeah. and, you, yeah. and thinking about how the movie, what the movie's going to do.
0: Right. Well, because the first one works without
2: that element, right? It would work on its own Yeah, just the Lego movie, right. right? And this would not, it, right? Yeah. The second one would not work on its own if you're just in the confines of the Lego universe. Or right,
0: whatever.
2: right. No, yeah. I, so, know, I, I, I guess the first one, like, maybe the, the first one was more elegant, I think, in that regard, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, I was absolutely thinking the whole time, like, okay... So how does this okay, so that means that this represents this and like this is representing the boy holding the spaceship, like like you know what I mean? Like you're right, drawing yeah. these things. And it's like a metaphor or like an allegory. Like it kind of reminds me of I don't know, I don't know why I thought of this, but you know how Tolkien always says he hated allegory? I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but yeah. Tolkien um, he always said he didn't want his works to be considered allegory. He didn't like the idea of allegory. Um but it is kind of like that where like the first one, you, it works on its own for the most right. It works on its own. It doesn't need to have these direct connections with every single interaction in the right. real world. And that's kind of what, like, if you start to dissect allegory in every, you know, that's kind of the pitfall of it is that then things start to break down unless you're like fully aware of it and it, you know, does yeah. supposed to represent everything, um, I don't know why that came to mind, but anyways, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, it applies. And...
1: I think I think that
2: makes sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you know they they give us that one line at the end, that throwaway line, like they're Chris Pratt's fighting himself, and oh, yeah. and the evil one says, "This isn't really happening. This is just a uh, yeah." That was <laughs> which which I think they realize, like yeah, our our threads are pretty loose here. It's not really working. We'll just give them a throwaway line that'll be kind yeah. of funny, but it's so they're self aware, I think, to some extent. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know that that forgives them. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I
2: think I, I do. I mean, I, I actually wasn't (laughs) sure that Phil uh, Lord Miller wrote this until I was watching the credits. One of them worked on it, right? They both wrote they, it I think uh, there's was a different
0: director though but they both wrote and Yeah different it. director I think they know but they both produced it I didn't know if they both wrote it though.
2: Yeah I mean they were both they both had writing credits in the okay. screenplay and okay. story. So so I I and I did feel like it was their same brand of dialogue and humor and all of that stuff for sure but I do think that like even they were kind of aware at some point like you know you can't create magic twice on this level and right. you're going
1: to have to like just kind of be <laughs> I mean, aware of that. <laughs> they did a whole movie about that. It was 22 yeah. Jump Street. That was yeah, the yeah, plot so of 20 Jump yeah, Street. Exactly. You can't do the same thing again. <laughs> it was yeah. that, yeah. So I don't um, know what they were expecting. Also, like, it also did diminish, like, because in the
2: first one, when Chris Pratt, like, is able to move in the real world, right? That's yeah. like a big moment. You're like, oh my God, what? Like, it's actually, but in this one, they're just kind of doing it all the time. So yeah. it's like, right. uh, I guess it's not that big a deal. I don't know. But then he <laughs> says that line, so you're like, wait, it doesn't matter
0: anyway. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um.
3: <laughs> well, Chris, I guess, Chris how are you doing? What do you think about this? I was just waiting, biting my time. Um, this is your time, Chris. It's your time. So, okay. I guess one thing I want to point out is, while I don't like this one as much as the first one, I do think this one is funnier than the first one. Uh, especially yeah, you know. the music. I thought the music, like all those, oh, all hey, those, all those that. songs are. Yeah. Just hilarious! I, like got, Gotham yeah, I City guys, and obviously yeah. catchy song, and everything's not awesome was awesome because yeah. they somehow just they put <laughs> not in, into it, <laughs> yeah. but they still, ke- they still kept they still kept some of the lyrics from the first one song, and they still completely work.
1: I I was actually after when I fr- found out they were making the second one, I I said I do not ever want to hear everything is awesome again. Not because I don't like it, but because you can't you can't just that that would be like hey remember the first one you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, yeah. It, it's like the first one did it to the point where i thought i could stomach it that's it and they they brought it back and they did the sad the sad reprise the sad broadway reprise version of it and i loved it so yeah. much
2: yeah that was maybe yeah. my favorite moment in the movie in terms of just kind of like the impact and I think that's when the message and the theme and kind of everything that worked the most for me right was that moment, and even the kind of the i mean obviously it was not real, but the end just kind of was, again it was kind of self aware just like ah, that's it, we're all dead in this box the end
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's funny because we yeah. we spent a lot of time the first half of this episode like bashing the movie, but like it, it, we we haven't, like this movie is a musical, I guess. Like, yeah, is there was, it a yeah, musical? The, music the than first I one's not a musical. Right? It's not. Oh. It has a couple yeah, musical that's... number. It has everything is awesome, and I, I'm try- I'm really trying to remember yeah. if there were any other songs. I mean, I'm Gotham. I don't. Re- that's. Right, right. I was yeah, doing no. the same thing. I could not remember any other songs. So, then this one's a musical, I guess. Yeah,
2: it is. And I that, I was gonna say I do. I like the. I agree with you, Chris. I like the songs. The um uh the one song that the Queen sings. I thought I don't know the name of it, but I but the one
3: where really she's funny. not evil. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty. Funny. She even sang <laughs> a song was, yeah, about how she wasn't evil. <laughs> that was real. <laughs> that was yeah, oh, that was um, good. But yeah. even the Lonely Island credits, oh, song, the credits, yeah, that was, was the was best part of the movie because
2: everybody
1: remembered the credits from the first movie and <laughs> yeah. how awesome they were, and so they did a song about how awesome the credits are. That, that is, and it was it Lonely Island. I, it sounded like Lonely Island. Yeah. It was are,
0: Lonely uh, Island. The and song it, was written. I think it was the same song that had yeah. Beck the song was written by Beck. Robin oh, in it too. Okay. I think
1: that is oh oh my god how did they even the credits song how even is that amazing (laughs) that's great it's super cool
3: um but yeah super cool yeah
1: how do you guys feel that changes like the the dynamic or the tone between the the two because i spent a a little bit of time during the movie thinking about going huh i I, why did why this decision to make it a musical you mean yeah uh yeah
2: that's a good question and the thing is that like I don't know if it really even clashes so much with the tone of the first film. Because like I said, I was kind of like half like, wait, was the first one a musical? Like, you know what I mean? Like right. it wasn't something obvious where like, what, what they changed it up. Like it was like, well, right, well it, now I have it,
1: to start Googling. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: A bit, but I mean, I I don't know. I think it worked. I, I thought yeah. it was a decision. I thought it was a good decision. A smart decision. It was fun. Like, and it, it wasn't, um, I don't know how to say it. Like, wasn't forced like that's I don't know that's not the right word but it, it uh, wasn't a, it wasn't obviously a musical like you know what I mean like until you said it in those terms I w- didn't even think of it as
1: a musical I
2: don't know if that makes sense
0: yeah I, I don't know I some of the songs did feel a little forced like oh I guess they're gonna do a song now do do we need um,
1: this you know, you know what I'm looking at the track list for the first movie it was a musical there was every, well, well, everything song awesome. Awesome. awesome there's the thing of prologue where Emmett's getting ready for work isn't that everything is awesome? No, right? I don't think so. And then there's, uh, let's see, there's the song where, um, okay, wait, hang on a second. Cloud Cuckoo Land. Remember when they go to Cloud Cuckoo Land and it's, it's, yeah. introdu- there's like a song introduction? It's an
2: actual musical number?
1: I think so. Yeah. There's a Batman song, isn't there? Does Batman have a song? Oh, uh, Gray and Black. Oh. remember he's singing about how like his parents died yeah oh yeah so there I was mean, actually a good amount of musical numbers in this bro- i think we just might be dumb either we're dumb i don't know I mean, <laughs> we, we, we probably I we should have watched the, the first one a while <laughs> I
2: yeah have watched, we should watch it again i guess so i will say like just based off of me watching this movie in the last couple of days these songs I mean, other than everything is awesome i think these songs stand out more like i don't know i, I, like, I guess they feel I, more like productions Maybe they look feel like more productions. I I don't know. I think they stick in my mind more, and they will stick in my mind more. Like I remember, like I said, like like the Batman, the Gotham City Man, like and the the Queen song. I just those I will remember those from this movie. Like when I think of this movie, that's what I will think of. I guess.
1: I guess, yeah. I think so. I I think, and I think you're right because I guess in the first one, music happens more of a gimmick, and in this one, Mm -hmm. it feels like yo, it's time for a musical number. Yeah, it's something about how they're they're composed and put together that feels different. <clears throat> maybe that's why we forgot the first one was a musical because this one feels more like a musical right they really yeah, set you
0: just, up like yeah. just the this, this song is going to get stuck in your head song which oddly enough it didn't I, I don't know um, it yeah. didn't but
3: now I have it in my head So
0: <laughs> you're welcome
3: thank you uh, <laughs> other notes I had on it uh, I guess a little bit more to <laughs> the negative was I felt. Yes, please share so I notes. felt the beginning of the movie was kind of slow and that may be because the beginning of the movie was very predictable due to the trailers basically summarizing the beginning of the movie into a couple minutes. It was also the end of the first movie, so we had to we had to recover yeah. familiar ground. I mean, I guess there's yeah. that, but like the whole yeah. the whole bits happening in the apocalyptic land, right? That nothing really happened during that time that wasn't really shown in like the trailers, right? But that took. Maybe a good twenty minutes off the the clock, maybe more. Yeah, I, I guess it did take a while before anything happened that I didn't already know was going to. Yeah, and so I felt the beginning was just really kind of slow because of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, just a general disconnect, like I, maybe thinking too much about the logic of everything, like you guys brought up earlier. But so if the Justice League took off to fight off the sister, that means. The the brother had gone upstairs with all of his Justice League toys, but then they got lost up there. So does that mean the sister beat him up and took him? Like what is what is? How, or did the sister take?
0: The I think the sister S- sister kidnapped the toys. That's what I thought.
3: The Justice League one, but it specifically shows them getting in their own rocket ship, like like the. Oh gosh, the <laughs> That's the... see this. You know what this reminds me of? This yeah. reminds me
1: of Record Ralph versus Record Ralph 2. Yeah, it, yeah, but we're talking about right. in our Record Ralph Two episode that mm-hmm. why did I have to think so hard for this one? Right? Well, yes. the first one did all the work for me.
2: <laughs> exactly. That made us. It made sense in the in the world that it created. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess yeah. It it's hard to say that they're not plot holes. And I don't even think a film necessarily needs to be criticized for. Like sure, yeah. on that level but it i think the most you could say about it is that it's distracting and that's never a good thing
0: yeah right
2: right or rarely i you know is a good thing so yeah no i totally get that um what did you think just about the justice league stuff <laughs> like just how prominently we're like i know that it's warner brothers but like i guess they're just like yeah they went we're all in on aquaman, aquaman <laughs> right
3: because it's around the same time they're like now we got the Jason Momoa aquaman and the regular no, it's, aquaman it's funny and-
2: No, I thought it was funny, too. And even, like, the three Wonder Women and stuff. And then the line, too, like, Marvel doesn't call us back. I like that. Uh, In general, it felt like there was, like, less, like, you know, references to, like, other IPs. But I think that they spent more time in the ones they did in this one. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is they shoved so many in the first one. And that yeah. was another thing I'm like how are they how is that gonna be a thing that excites it' excites mm. me in the sequel when even between the first one and the Lego Batman movie that had like oh, yeah. Harry Potter characters and everything yeah, like yeah, they yeah. still managed to shove a bunch of like fun cameos but how, how do you keep that alive after you've made so many of these movies
2: yeah uh, and I thought they but I but I enjoyed all of it for the most part I mean it kind of was just kind of the justice League and there are kind of a few things here and there but I, I, I like that it um, I guess maybe they kind of knew that people weren't expecting that so they didn't necessarily need to put all the time into it, I suppose. right. Um, and I think it was a good decision I yeah, think I, it would have been forced if they just like tried to name drop all these other things. You get it you get
1: and you, you get more I guess quality time when it's you know like the uh, Superman and Green Lantern, yeah, you kind of see how they interact in the first movie and you're like, oh hey, yeah. this again, cool
3: awesome I, they established <laughs> that and I get the, the dynamic here yeah um yeah. i did i like the concept of the master breaker and kind of like it's analog to like yeah. the the yeah. old the growth of uh the the sun or whatever you know it's just the yeah. shift the shift yeah, that, in mentality cool. and everything like it's creation is not the solution anymore the solution now is just break things when they go against you
0: yeah, yeah no, I thought it was really I good. thought that was good too like it was kind of interesting that they introduced time travel as a way to split uh, yeah. the character Because, again, going back to the whole wait, so does that mean that time travel is actually that's like what, yeah, I that's what it's they're... I don't know it's really hurts my brain. I think an easier way that they could have solved that is why not just give him a much older brother who didn't who is is in his teens yeah. and late teens and struggling with angst and blah blah blah, and he's trying to like imprint upon his younger brother Mm who still has this childhood childish you know younger naive Emmett personality right right why Why not just do that that's a good (laughs) idea but
1: it also is is the exact same format as the first movie which maybe is good or bad I don't know but it's mm. here's two family members here's the here's what Mm. what, we develop the characters and then at the end we reveal that here's who they are so I don't know how do you feel about the fact that it's basically the same movie right well it's already basically the same movie okay yeah in a lot of ways no this one's a musical when,
2: (laughs) when they talked when they first mentioned time travel when he's like i'm you from the future i was actually kind of excited at first because i thought i'm like oh they're gonna have some kind of funny clever way where it's not actually time travel but it's only time travel in the lego universe but in the real world it's just the kid did something like I don't know, like, and so I was excited to see, like, oh, how are they going to cleverly get around this? And like, oh no, No, did he actually travel through time? Like, (laughs) so I don't know. I didn't really like that, and I was Mm. thinking, like, they could have done some things where, like, he had another version of Emmett. You know what I mean? Like, an actual another Lego figurine that was the exact same character that he lost one day, so he had to go buy another. You know what I mean? Like, there could have been some interesting things they could have done with that. They they never really talked. That's not a topic they ever get into these movies about the idea of like there's ton they could potentially have multiple like they do toy story yeah yeah exactly like but i just thought there would be some there was some potential there and i thought it they, that they just went with <laughs> it's just actual time traveling oh, okay um, also i think again this kind of goes back to thematically how it didn't really resonate is because like in the first one you know it works on its own but then once you kind of figure out the bigger picture in your mind you're like okay everything that's happened in this lego universe Kind of to an extent you could see that it's really just in this boy's imagination, right? Yeah. But yeah. the time travel now that's it's not. Like so right?
0: Yeah, I d I I don't yeah. Uh, I don't I don't it, know. That's and the, this is what yeah. I was talking about too. I, I don't go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, just that the the movie kinda asks you to draw these threads between the real and the Lego world, and then when you try to do that against other things, you, like this time tra- it like doesn't work out and it just yeah, it hurts you, your head.
1: You, you're right. The movie is asking you to draw these threads. I don't want to draw them for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
1: The first one did it for me. I don't want to do it this time. <laughs> do it for me again. <clears throat> um, what do you guys
2: think about just some of the characters? So I, I was kind of disappointed we didn't get as much of some of the old or old characters. But we, we that's kind of too. A, like...
1: We could have had Ghost Morgan
2: Freeman. Where was he? He's a ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like the. <laughs> the cop guy whatever cop to
0: Liam Neeson. he's in it for there, you know a mean? half second yeah
2: yeah he's in at the very beginning but even just like benny and the pirate guy like i, I didn't feel like he got very much with them
0: yeah
2: and i guess i kind of you know a sequel they're going to introduce new characters you're going to spend time with them but i just kind of felt like there was a lot of stuff that's kind of shoved a little bit more to the side and i wish that some of those well, other I mean, characters spe- that, speaking i speaking really of, of the new characters, characters
3: though stuff. i mean beyond the queen that spaceship girl whatever her name was like they'd yeah. hurt her at all she like she didn't feel like there was yeah i was a little disappointed
0: her. they didn't do more with her it's yeah
1: that yeah. was a strange character development i wasn't really sure what to do with that character at the end i'm like i'm not really sure what why you had screen time that you. Yeah. Had, I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. there
2: was just a couple of false character moments near the end there kind of the second act kind of when you find out the reveal that she is good and they're really just trying to be like that felt a little false where she's yeah. like well, why are you acting like a jerk? Because that's the only way you'll listen to me. It was like, wait, what? But then why is no one else in your world acting like a jerk? And like, you know, like, it, I don't know. It just doesn't really kind of quite make emotional sense with how she was acting there. And it just kind of fell flat to me. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, what about, uh, well, the obvious new character, uh, the older Chris Pratt uh, Rex, I guess. Um, I actually thought it was good. I mean, it was basically just Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt,
0: being Kurt Kurt Russell like what did you think of that
1: I thought (laughs) he didn't work for me
0: I didn't I didn't think
2: it was really funny I I don't know I didn't work for me I maybe I don't know maybe it's some weird level like I felt like there's so many layers of like just self-awareness to this movie like maybe not that many and it wasn't obnoxious Mm -hmm. in the same level that I was or that was kind of annoyed with like Deadpool 2 kind of but but with this like because that Kurt Russell was his father, like he had literal lines, and there were scenes almost, almost beat for beat as Guardians of the Galaxy Two.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Did you guys get that of at all? I feel that like, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit.
2: And it was just like, <laughs> are they just like playing off of our understanding of Kurt Russell be- playing Chris Pratt's dad in Guardians Two, and we know like it just is like this. Like, where is the comedy coming from? Or where are they expecting it to <laughs> yeah. be coming from? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and like I said, I, I thought it was pretty good. But I also understand if you didn't, or at least it was annoying to you, or maybe
0: it didn't work for you. But yeah. I think they could have gone further, actually, with it. Uh, I thought what they had done was, like, pretty good. And I kept waiting to kind of, like, okay, they're going to keep pushing it with, like, all the stupid puns. like Right. You know, right? I, I thought those were funny because they were bad. And so I was like, "Oh, I keep pushing it. See how far you can take this not yeah. good joke," you know. Um, and then, like the Raptors, I, I was kind of hit and miss for me. I'm like, they're really like yeah. th- that. I think they did too much because yeah. it was only kind of funny mm. at first or second time, uh, but then it, it kind of it definitely wore itself out real quick.
2: Yeah, I agree. They they were kind of a fun idea, but they yeah. never really like made me like laugh that loud or anything. Like nah. That. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, and that that he just kind of entertained me. I don't know. He I don't know.
1: it worked for me. I guess I don't know. I guess just a uh, Chris Pratt. I feel like I don't need two Chris Pratts. That's a lot of Chris <laughs> Pratt. And, that and and that if the if of... the other Chris Pratt is just going to be a slightly edgier version of Chris Pratt, <laughs> I, I needed that character be, to be more different than the original Chris yeah. Pratt character. I think is the problem for me. It needed to be more different because it, otherwise it's just too much of the same flavor of character. I yeah. think that's the problem for me. <clears throat> yeah, I see that.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I mean by... I wish they had taken it further with that Exactly, character. I I, yeah. I agree.
1: I, like, increasing those stupid buns and... Yeah. Just going, just, yeah, I think that would have gone a long way. And then you would have enjoyed the character more as the movie builds and it gets more ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, also... Oh, god, Did he know... Sorry, though, I'm just...
2: <laughs> this is not important. But not, whatever, wait, He went like back it. in time. Did he know that they were having a
1: wedding? <laughs> How did he know they were having a wedding? <laughs> I don't... I don't want draw the threads because for he me. He was movie. under a dryer for years. So he didn't know anything <laughs> movie, was going on. Movie, How explain you, it for me. I don't want to think <laughs> while I'm watching a cartoon. Well, <laughs> when you
2: have two re- versions of reality and you introduce time travel into two versions of reality, it's a recipe for a lot of questions. It's
1: a lot of questions.
2: Questions that shouldn't have to be answered. I mean, he could he could have done some he could have done some memento uh, reconnaissance its Rex
3: right after the fact because he would have seen them living peacefully together. Without him,
2: no. But didn't it show like right when he went back in time? The first thing he did is he went to save Chris Pratt from crashing. Well, the no, no, no. I mean,
3: not going back in time. He did reconnaissance before he went back in time. <laughs>
2: so dumb.
3: Oh, anyways. anyways. <laughs> also, did so this
2: that's the so other thing dumb. is he just he met the the boy just magically sees this giant no. Lego spaceship at his desk because that also implied oh, yeah. that came from nowhere. Right. That's a good point. It disappears <laughs> right. and he's like, oh. <laughs> I guess I, I, Dad bought me this <laughs> Lego set. <laughs> also, was Wait. was it also kind of weird how they made Will Ferrell to seem out to be just like a a jerk, deadbeat <laughs> yeah, dad? After, the, after the whole establishment
1: of him like growing a heart. Yes. <laughs> uh no, I'm over that. It's been three days. Yeah. <laughs> Where are
2: my pants? <laughs> I was a good Bye. dad. For, I was a good dad for a couple
1: days. Yeah. Oh no! Well, that means President of Business could come back in Lego Movie Three. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I like that character. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, you guys have any other discussion topics because for, for this movie, because we kind of went in a weird direction in this one.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I think that it kind of hit everything I was
1: thinking. about. I mean, I you. have a, I have an important question that I can't sure. I can't grapple. Did we like this movie or not? I yeah, I definitely <laughs> liked it overall. I just, there was
3: but
2: yeah, I, there yeah, it go was pretty go good. I mean if not for the music yeah. alone yeah. that's about I how i feel enjoyed
3: my time with the movie
1: i guess I think I probably i'm less likely to revisit it mm-hmm. i think I could I yeah, think the true. first one I would go back and watch i think the oh, first, yeah. I yeah, I you have, have one more chewy time chewy probably enough to know that the i'll get first everything one out of was it
3: also a musical
1: yeah, well yeah but I did watch it a lot when it came out i saw it yeah. I saw it probably four times in the theaters I was still working in the theater so I don't pay for them, but and then I, you know, red boxed it. So yeah. I got a good amount of views out of it. I got a good replayability, but I don't think I will for this one. I think that's the difference for me.
2: Why didn't they add any, or maybe there was, and I just pick up, didn't pick up on a, uh, Ninjago references or characters from that Lego. I don't know. Did, was, that, was that real? Didn't anybody see
1: Lego Ninjago? Uh, yeah. I didn't see I it. Heard I heard it wasn't that good, though.
2: I caught some of it on, it was like playing on HBO. It had been playing for a while. And it wasn't. As nearly as good as the first Lego movie, but it had a, kind of funny, and but it had like Dave Franco and stuff, and he's a, throw
1: him in there. Yeah, I like Dave Franco. I don't know. Should, is it should I? Is it worth me going to check out at this point? Like,
2: yeah, check it out.
1: Check it out. All right, I watched the Lego Ninjago movie.
2: It's no, it's don't expect anything close to the actual Lego movie, but it's I, it's better than most animated. Like, I can turn it, it off like that if I want. I
1: can yeah, turn it right off. Movie. I'll be at my, at my couch.
2: Ain't no, ain't no uh, thing. All right, well is any other any other final thoughts or questions that <laughs> will...
0: <laughs> about the science of the movie? I don't want to ask it um... <laughs> That means want... that he as an older child built that ship and then it went back in time to his younger self, <laughs> the human child.
1: I, I can't can't no, not interested. Can't do this. All right. All right.
3: <laughs> Chris anything else? No, nah, I'm what just repeating left? the catchy song over and over again forever <laughs> We're, i'm gonna i'm gonna lay that down <laughs> in the background of this
1: whole podcast the entire <laughs> episode thank you uh, and just the you know just the chorus <laughs> so too. so if we do have any new viewers they're gone by now <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right well
2: um cool well yeah i think in general we did like it but it i don't think anyone's surprised to hear that it doesn't have the same you know awesomeness that is
1: the original lego movie yeah the first lego movie so exactly so it's you know it's a sequel there you go
2: yeah it's a
1: sequel pretty good sums it up uh but thanks for listening
2: everyone and uh we'll be back hopefully soon a certain marvel
1: film comes out this week we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna get that out in a timely manner but
2: exactly but
1: uh we'll get it as soon as we can we'll be talking about captain marvel so
2: stay on the lookout for that and um if there's nothing else thanks for staying here after the credits with us and good night and good luck
0: good night
1: there you go
2: bye everyone everything chris, is everything's awesome chris say something chris bye. say bye chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has been after the credits a young chunks podcast